1: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 127, July the 2nd, 1994. We are the unprofessional wrestling podcast. Therefore, you have been warned. Anything said on this show is not politically correct. But with all that said, we are still in Loudoun, Tennessee, Loudoun High School. And these were taped on June 7th, 1994, Doc. 400 people reported in attendance. I know I've mentioned that before. just mentioned it again. Sitting here with Doc. We're just waiting on Harper to join us. He will. He's supposed to be here today, but Doc, what's going on, man? How you doing this morning?
2: So, well, first of all, as always, blessed and um, unlike a lot of the people that we run into on a daily basis, uh, you and I aren't in the process or in the, in the habit of working ourselves into a shoot for, over much of anything. So I think we're going to have a great time today. We're going to Fight through some less than stellar uh, Smoky Mountain, and let me say something about that. You recently started watching uh, the Sopranos, right?
1: Yes, we've talked so about the t- that ad nauseum.
2: Yeah, so at the time, by the time you uh, this comes out, you'll probably be somewhere early season three, if I had to guess. And so there's six seasons, and there's about eighty something episodes. And let me just tell you, I mean, it's the greatest show. In the history of television. It, it started what, what some people called the golden age of television. And just recently, back actually the day before we recorded this, was the 20 year anniversary of the first show. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that every one of those 86 episodes was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And that's important to remember because we all love Smoky Mountain. But today we're going to have to put on our working boots because this one... <laughs> We, I I ain't trying to be cute here, but we should get the government cheese here today.
1: Um, no disagreement from me. We should get the government cheese for uh, slogging through it. You know, like T-Rex slogs across the park. Oh
2: yeah, man. He's, he's getting over some upper respiratory problems lately.
1: Is that a fair term? We're slogging through this one?
2: Yeah. I I tried to explain to T-Rex the other day that little Debbie wasn't a vitamin. So maybe you could fight off these illnesses if you had an actual vitamin or mineral <laughs> in your system.
1: Well, you know what Harper would say if he'd have been on time? That's Little nice. De- Little Debbie is not a food group.
2: <laughs> well, for, for Harper, methamphetamine and moonshine are the food groups for these people that, in the Smoky Mountains. But even, <laughs> even them could probably smell a turd here. And like, you know, we love Jim. We love Smoky Mountain. But you got to call it as you see it here.
1: Little Debbie could be a food group, though, too.
2: Man, those little oatmeal pies with the little white God. industrial cream in the middle, them shit I, is good.
1: Well, how much cancer you think is in them in that industrial cream?
2: Bruh, that ain't even... <laughs> I, my question is, is how much of it is even edible that they just pass some sort of <laughs> guideline just enough to squeeze it through? Somebody get <laughs> Steven P. New on the line. Jesus Christ.
1: Uh, trust me, it's got some fillers in it. But anyway...
2: Let's, let's class action up, dude.
1: Yeah, let's class <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh I tell you what, we're still waiting on Harper's little light to go green on the Skypey thing. Skypey. I remember when Conan used to say that. On the Skype thing. Uh so I guess we'll get started. How about that, Doc? I mean hey, I, 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 I don't think he's gonna be mad if we um if we get if we get rolling. I think he said something to the
2: effect if this shit doesn't pick up soon, he may be ghosting us, but we'll have to wait and see.
1: He didn't say that, but he did say this episode sucked. That was his exact words when he talked to me on the phone a couple of nights ago. All right, so we'll we'll jump into it. So we got July 2nd, 1994. It's kind of what Doc was saying at the beginning of this when we, we opened it. You know, The Sopranos is a good show. Hell, Breaking Bad's a good show. Uh, there are, Lots of good shows out there have their ups and downs. Or episodes that are, I call them filler episodes. I don't really know what the term is in in, in Hollywood, but to me it's just kind of a filler episode I took this as mostly a filler episode And as I say that, fucking Harper just went Ah,
2: uh, yeah, buddy He ain't gonna so leave us hanging
1: Let's get his ass uh conference into this puppy So uh, but while while the while it's ringing and we're getting them conferenced in, we got lesson and, Les and Bob. They open up the show. Bob Cottle tells us we will get an update on Jim Cornette's union, and Tracy Smothers will take on James Atkins in the Beat the Champ TV title match. As Harper is on and we are rolling with just the opening of the show. Harper, how you doing, man?
3: Hi. You good? No. Uh
1: oh. What's wrong, man? I
2: don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, depression. Okay.
3: Book it, bitch.
2: Clinical crippling, crippling anxiety. What's going on, bud? Talk to us. We're here Thompson. for you. Yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Where y'all at?
3: Please leave your message.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ! Hey, Michael. This is
2: this is this is T Rex. Um, this is this is Shakonda. Why won't you call me back?
3: This is Shamaica. Your five kids are screaming, saying, "Where's Daddy at?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> Harper, you been to bed yet?
1: No. Okay. Yeah, he had and that's why he's tired. No. What time did you go to bed last night, Mike? Um I had trouble sleeping. It's probably about eleven. Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Wow. Eleven thirty. <laughs> Actually about eleven thirty. No. Yeah, fuck. I'm gonna say I
2: probably went to bed about eleven, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was rough, man. Last night was yeah. rough. But I got some sopranos in, so that's what was important. Yeah.
3: Oh, no right. no Richie. Oh, uh, Richie.
1: Um,
3: how many times do I gotta tell you? It's Rich or Richard. He was little Ricky when he was twelve years old. That dude's a fucking
2: scumbag, Harper. You know, he's the fuck. Wait, he's, just oh. wait. Just <laughs> wait. Because what but I know, what I know, what Harper just referenced right there. <laughs> that is an electric episode, dude. He's yeah, banging, let's, he's, let's just let's just do a watch along for a Sopranos episode and say, screw this Smoky Mountain nonsense.
1: <laughs> he he was banging Tony's sister last night, and dude. she's calling him boss while he's banging her. Oh and yeah. And she and after he busses his jizz, he decides he's mad because she's calling him that. And they get into this argument. I'm like, and he's uh, just so fucking sleazy, bro.
2: Pal, that's not the worst thing she's going to be involved with when it comes to getting her bang on. Yeah. Well,
1: I can believe it. She looks like a fucking Smoky Mountain piece of shit to me. She's Italian. No offense to the people in the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. And next is, uh,
3: who was the other one? Ralphie? Yeah, Ralphie. You seen him okay. yet? No.
1: Uh, no. do no, so, 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 yeah. stop 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 stop. Okay, let's get into Smokey
2: Mountain. <laughs> We're ready, dude. We're ready yeah, for the yeah. it's a new show.
1: <laughs> All right, so once again, um it's uh once again it's July 2nd, 1994. Uh Lesson Bob opened. Bob tells us we will get an update on Jim Cornette's Union. Tracy will take on James Atkins and the Beat the Champ TV title. And I'm going to keep rolling cuz this is not a great episode. So, let's y'all just y'all just tell me hold the brakes. Where we, y'all at? Me to stop. The oh, open. very beginning oh okay yeah yeah so joe Casana, they go to the ring uh, and chris hammock versus the rock and roll express uh, tammy joins a commentary booth tammy it's like for a minute and she calls bambi a wildebeest and tammy is hitting the panic button she's she's just really just over the edge over this whole thing with with bambi uh primetime brian lee and chris candido decide to hit the ring at the end of the match they attack bambi with Tammy's purse and then primetime and Candido put the boots to the rock and roll in the ring. Uh, they do the old cut the hair gimmick where Tammy takes a few locks of Morton's hair. I don't think Ricky Ricky's mullet has been touched since. But uh, Doc, any thoughts on this?
2: Um, Somebody said on the commentary Bambi has been long been friends with the rock and roll. We all probably know what code word that is.
1: That's nice. What are you trying to say? Busting those guts out. Uh-oh. he's trying to say Tammy is a food group to the wrestlers in a smoky mountain oh,
2: oh yeah um, I don't know what you're talking about there um, then I didn't think Tammy was that great on commentary here and let's just put it out there that this feud is not really doing it for me between these four guys I don't think it's a great matchup I guess and I was getting real bored until hair started getting cut yeah, and then she- less and then less called the Armstrongs the thrill seekers when they came out to save the rock and roll.
1: <laughs> he was preparing for later, but go ahead, Hopper. What did you say? It- she cut a
3: big chunk out, and I was thinking, is he going to walk around with a, with a big chunk of hair missing?
1: Yes. <laughs> like I said, it ain't been cut since. How much?
2: <laughs> hey. How much do you think those guys could have cut little pieces of their hair and sold it to to fans in the eighties? they that's couldn't crazy. have crazy they couldn't have grown enough hair,
1: yeah, you'd have had to manufacture fucking hair for they'd that have had to, they'd have had
2: had to have working hair
1: they, they <laughs> really wanna it. it's not a, that's a shoot
2: i yes. mean they were cut what what it was the story they were cutting parts of bed sheets and saying it was a bandana and selling Flat those sheet.
1: that's crazy yeah. huh? yeah they they got a I forgot where they were, but Ricky tells the story where most amount of people we ever seen in my life, brother, hanging, hanging from, from, the from the rafters. Rafter. You know, uh, most amount of people ever. I never seen no no. What does he say? Never seen so many people in my life. Uh, but anyway, they were they were hanging from the rafters, and him and him and Gibson cut up like a couple of flat bed sheets and and you know tied them like you know, and they basically were selling them as bandanas they made a fortune one night. That's just. I respect you, Booker man. When you can do shit like that and, <laughs> and make a fortune level, off that's
2: next level carnyism that I appreciate.
1: I don't even that's... know if that's carnyism. That's just genius. You took a fucking bedsheet that was worth nothing, like literally worth nothing, and you sold. Let's say you sold them for three to four bucks a pop. You know that's how many something. fucking yeah. <laughs> you just you sold, and when you sold two of those damn bandanas that you cut up from it, you just made. Whatever that fucking flat sheet costs.
3: Yeah,
1: if you sell 10 of them, you paid for your, your fucking tank of gas. Yeah, and you know you got more than 10 of them out of that thing. Uh, right. So, anyway, yeah, that's a hell of a story. All right, um, we'll keep going. We got a recap of Well Done versus the Throw Seekers and Well Done One because Lance hit well with a clenched fist, uh, but there was a controversy because. One of them spit on storm, I don't know which one, and then we go to a promo. I'm not playing it i'm not it wasn't terrible, but Lance addresses the raw deal that they got last week when well done spit on him, which uh Lance then punched him, which caused the dq uh Lance then talks about the penalty match box at summer blast again, this had nothing to do with the promo being terrible as much as this penalty box bullshit is just stupid. It was stupid in world class and it's stupid here um. We love cornet, but we gotta call a spade a spade. Hopper, your thoughts on this? These people don't know what hockey is.
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, non- they did. Cause, no, because no, well, has Ron Fuller started his yeah. league yet? They don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ron got into
3: hockey. If you told them, yeah, it's a penalty box. They don't know what the fuck a penalty. <laughs> I don't know even fuckers... know what a penalty box is.
2: Well, these motherfuckers, because the, the the southern expansion of hockey hadn't really started. Right, so these motherfuckers watched hockey at the Olympics every four years,
1: if that. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. So, to answer your question, Doc, remember Ron when he got out of Continental, he got into the hockey. Oh, I heard I heard him tell in a story he was
2: giving his 10 steps on building a territory and he applied them to hockey and he said we ain't ever won a championship but we uh, in the, that hockey league but we won the championship for drawing the most fans and making the most money.
1: Yeah, yeah he ain't fucking I, shitting basically I he, was like he,
2: he, I was like now there's a now there's a Booker man right there that we could all be proud of.
1: Yeah, he um Ron, Ron's a genius well first off so um he he had two hockey franchises in the East Coast Hockey League. Um and the records that those teams set, from what I remember, they're like still all time uh records for hockey. Minor league hockey at least. Not not, you know, major league. But really? Doc, he got into that business in eighty nine and he was in it through ninety four. So that's why I said he had already Yeah, uh, I don't I, I agree with you. I don't think these Wrestling well, fans we, have a clue what a penalty think, box is.
2: I think Jericho called it the sin bin, and I was just wondering if that's what mm. the back the back of uh, Harper's station wagon is called. Ladies, <laughs> yeah. the,
3: the sin bin. It sounds like the place from Dust Till Dawn.
2: Uh, <laughs> the <it's a> place to <laughs> you get your freak on. Get a Tennessee <laughs> torpedo. Yeah, <laughs> Tennessee torpedo. It's a battery <laughs>
1: mouthwash. Oh, that's nice. All right, <laughs> let's keep moving. We got um, another Thrill Seekers music video. It's actually the same Van Halen one we saw a few weeks back, standing on top of the world, blah, blah, blah. by the Standing on top of the world. Sing it, Hopper. He just did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to keep going. Uh, we then go to a match. It's Larry Santo versus Bruiser Bedlam. Bedlam attacks Santo and beats him in under a minute with a stomach claw. Hopper, uh, anything from that? No, man.
2: Not. They said, "Yeah, they said that they're gonna have this dock fight." I was like, "Man, I'd rather watch a bum fight than a dock fight." You remember those bum fights? I the- used
3: to love those, man. <laughs> God, Luke exposed <laughs> me to those, man. We're, we're fucking on a fucking airplane going to fucking L.A. I was, like, I was like, "What do you watch?" He's like, "Bum fights." Like, look at this shit. And they get these bumps like a bottle of fucking liquor, and they just beat the shit
1: out of each other. You ever seen that, Mike? I've mm-hmm. seen some some ratchet ass clips of stupidity like that, yes. It's fair Rather, remember the- I say ratchet ass and stupid. It's 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 shameful, but it's it's funny. <laughs> remember remember the first
2: time you saw Kimbo Slice fight in a backyard somewhere and just cave somebody's face in and you're like, this is yes. this is this is messed up, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I love watching shit
3: like that. That's like I get in that fucking rabbit hole and, and then you're done. nothing. I can't stop. I, I love the ones when it's the little black girl screaming at the fucking black kid, all fucking mouthed off, and then he just has too much and he fucking drops her. That's hmm. the ones I love watching. I don't know. I love watching women get their asses beat. <laughs> fucking talk
2: shit. And <laughs> All of a sudden, All this right. bitch takes a punch, and Harper starts unbuckling
1: his pants.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I saw one a while back that was like that. This um, this dude was—he was showing remarkable restraint, and mm-hmm. this, oh, is, the, and is just wailing them. on him. Mm-hmm. Just wait, she's like, she's pushing him, and then she punches him. And he, he's tried, dude, he took like three to four punches and he was like, oh, fuck Fuck you. And he clocked her. And it was on Facebook and there were, there were like people chiming in and women were going, I can't believe he did that to her. And I'm like, look, I, I ain't advocating putting your hands on a woman, but she fucking not only was in his face and pushed him, she balled up her fist, and tried to, and punched him, he didn't even put his hands up, three fucking times in the jaw, he just was, at at some point your natural instinct is going to kick in, to go, well, so here's the thing, we
2: don't, let's be clear, and every every dog likes to play heel, we ain't advocating beating up no broads, ever.
1: Nah man, don't hit no woman. But if a
2: cop drove by and saw her hitting him, he would arrest her.
1: He's gonna arrest a, her. and He's gonna take her down too. Can't,
2: just because you aren't good at punching doesn't mean you can punch.
1: <laughs> Dude, she hit him. She hit him hard too. She threw some. So nice the truth of
2: the matter in. is, is that he, if nah, everybody was her. if everybody was acting like a good Christian athlete in that scenario, we wouldn't yeah. be
1: where we are. <laughs> I guess it I
3: just used to, to fucking acting like that, and no one calls him out on it. Who's
2: they?
1: He's like, talking just, about women? Yeah he's not Fucking I, I knew dinner. what you were getting at you dumbass. Yeah.
2: <laughs> i wanted to have All i right. wanted to create a scenario where harper would be our first attendee to the btt sensitivity training course that we developed online yeah he's
1: real nice um how did we even get onto this topic? I'm I'm, bum, I'm Doc confused. Doc fights to bum. fights. Oh, Doc fights! Yeah, uh, you know it's funny that that Harper said that because I remember one time Luke was texting me. He texted me. He's like, "Bro, just watch this video of ratchet hoes fighting," and he sends me a clip. <laughs> I watch It's two. It's two women fighting, and holy shit, they beat the fuck out of each other. I don't. I know love watching one, that but, shit. I, I don't know why you do.
3: I love watching women <laughs> beating the shit out of each other. and and there's always one that's like way more into it and she's like you could tell she's been waiting for this moment for quite some time (laughs) this is my super bowl (laughs) yeah this is my fucking wrestlemania (laughs) moment i finally (laughs) got (laughs) becky right where i fucking
1: want her all right well let's keep going while becky's right where we want her so (laughs) there's a quick promo um Oh no! actually. I'm gonna go up to the top. There's Corny and his union update. Yeah. Do y'all want? Do y'all want me to play that? I mean, it's. I, don't, it's, I um, don't.
2: I don't think so, but we can talk about it, dude. First of all, you had Zubaz Corny out there. Yeah, he's
1: yeah. in Zubaz with a dog father shirt on. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: that was completely confused by that look. I thought it was great because he's just a, a mess there, and I mean that in a good way. <laughs> was um, this with
3: the guys running around?
2: Yeah, where they load them all up. I was thinking, you know, they were in a, some abandoned factories and shit. I was like, shit, they shouldn't be out in public where people can see where they hang out. And then I was like, an abandoned factory could be anywhere in Tennessee. Who who knows? Hey, Doc, you, where,
1: where they eight eight? had looks run down,
3: too. Mm. You, you saw one of those guys was wearing a fucking uh, a, a UFO shirt that old band from the seventies.
2: Really? I did not see that. Yes. That, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cause UFO been... was one of those bands that like the metal guys love, uh-huh. but they didn't really have any hits that anybody knows about. Right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, dude, that one dude, he was like the fourth or fifth guy that came through. He wasn't that big, but his gut looked like it was a, he had a basketball underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was thinking, if we're getting fat guys out, where's Tommy Noe's fat ass? He could have hopped.
1: Oh, in. <laughs> he, he said that because he knows Tommy listens to this show.
2: Couldn't he have put <laughs> 300 pounds in that son of a bitch? He's so a fucking Bedlam ring announcer, you idiot.
1: He's a ring announcer.
2: So he's he's got the girth we need for the job. Oh, and Tommy Who's, don't, fucking, don't listen,
3: who's so. Whose fucking truck was that?
2: Dude, that truck looked like they found it on the side of the road somewhere.
3: <laughs> Dude, that was like a truck from Mad Max. <laughs> Jesus
2: <laughs> Christ! And
3: then he threw that and then, bitch was rusted out. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was a Chevy Sh- Love truck. That's what it was.
2: <laughs> was it just me, or was it pretty hokey when he was up against the wall trying to hold? It was, he's going sixty miles an hour.
3: I seen uh, Kin an old promo with uh, Kin Pantera doing that.
1: In it, WWE, it's actually wait who. Ken Pantera, where is Pantera? The... He's fucking with you, Harper. Don't let him do that. Yeah. Well, it's
2: Patera. Pantera was a band that sang Hell yeah, from Hell.
1: Well, Harper? Cut the, cut the promo on well, him with but the insurance. I don't what, care he's, either,
2: he's, Harper, but if you don't, if we don't clear that up, Mike's going to get 43 DMs <laughs> to tell Harper he doesn't know the difference between this. I'm just trying to help everybody here
1: he ain't lying i got i got i got plat we got plastered with um with messages Mm -hmm. on on the show that dropped by the time this airs three weeks three to four weeks ago because we said mean gene was the greatest interviewer of all time and and i had like a shitload of people what about lance russell okay so hold on lance russell is not only an interviewer he was an announcer so i put lance in like a different Class, exactly. like Lance. I think right. Lance is actually the greatest. Yeah. But if we're Gene talking had pure one job,
3: and yeah. Pure
1: it. interview is Gene. Yeah. So that's yeah, like holy shit. <laughs> but anyway, it's 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 Patera and not Pantera, yeah, But I, cool I don't number. give a shit. I'm
2: Obviously. just trying to help everybody here so that we can get through this and then go on with our blessed lives.
1: So back to that truck. Um, what he actually did is not like that hard because the truck is ground into the ground it's so i mean i don't I, what he did isn't like a remarkable street of fa- uh, feet of strain the only he, thing whatever. i'm
3: dude i'm sitting there watching i'm thinking what if he slipped that's oh, what i was bruh. thinking what Man, if he's... his hand slipped or something like that bro good god if he slipped he was fucked right he'll be a fucking he'll be like a crushing a roach
2: and I'm like, this ain't an angle that anybody really gives a shit about. So <laughs> why are we out there risking life and limb? I,
3: I know. You think that truck um, had fucking uh, fucking car insurance? <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: I bet somewhere in the cab of that truck was a package of Red Man, or the yeah. cheaper equivalent.
3: Or uh, yeah. Oh, like real a, quick, before... a pack of Viceroy's okay. underneath.
1: Oh, oh <laughs> <nice>. Viceroy's. <laughs> yeah. Viceroy's are Vantages yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah. bro I, I, I was a kid and it was this um this is back when Harper. you're gonna laugh they used to have a bro martin Gentilly back uh-huh. when, i don't know if you know that do you know did you know that no I, I know there's still one in metairie right uh, right by uh lakeside oh Maybe yeah they got one there yeah they got one in metairie and uh yeah they, they're still around so back back in the '80s, it was uh before before white flight took place in Gentilly, they actually was like a, a, just a handful of white families still there. And this old fucking white lady, bro, she's in this bro mart that used to be on Gentilly. And the reason I know what vantage is is I watched an old broad about seventy five years old. Cause a fucking fit in Bromart because you know the old cigarette machines, the little pull thing. You put your yeah. money in, you pull, and <laughs> cigarettes come out. The, the The machine had had the had the Vantage like label on it, and she's like, "All these damn cigarettes in here, and ain't one goddamn fucking package of uh, Vantage cigarettes. It's everything else, but no Vantage. This is some fucking bullshit." She went off manager's like what yeah so that's how I know advantage is viceroy too was in there but she didn't want viceroy she wanted advantage <laughs> fucking broads but anyway smoke uh, you want what you want pal i guess man um you know cool filter kings if i was a smoker but i need a smoker all right we'll keep moving um after the feet of strength and all this shit with bruiser and cornet and i actually like bruiser bedlam i'm not unopposed to that i i I don't think it's he's bad i don't know about the whole union thing but whatever the gangsters will be here soon and we'll pick things up but that said um they go to a promo and i gotta tell y'all it's about a minute and a half i have no notes from it all i have is i don't have much from this it was meat and potatoes so i don't even remember what what what. is it this is cornet kyle and bedlam after the the i
2: I didn't have anything from that either
1: okay hopper same for you or what no okay uh, we then go to Night of Legends update with Les Thatcher. Les mentions Dick Slater will yeah. be um one of the Mongolian stompers and Ronnie Garvin's opponents in the tag match at Night of Legends. Um still to come is who will be Slater's um I guess uh Slater's tag partner. Um they also tell us Doug Furness will wrestle at Night of Legends. It's been since man, it's been a while since we've seen Doug, right? When's the last time yeah. you said Doug, Doc?
2: Uh, Well, when when his brother started, and then he wrestled a match the first few episodes.
1: Yeah, first 10 or maybe 11. Um, They also, um, during the Night of Legends update, they show Nelson Royal, who will be on the card. And ironically, we've seen him in Saturday night, but it was uh, some from the 80s shows. But Nelson Royal was an old guy by by this Mm. point for sure. He was old in the 80s, much less the 90s, mid-90s. But uh, Doc, any other thoughts on this week's Night of Legends update? This segment didn't exactly talk me into the building like some of the
2: others, I got to
1: tell you. This one was was nothing like – I mean, we got Ron Wright on last one. Yeah,
2: well, I will tell you this, man. When they showed Furnace, they showed one of his old early matches, and you get to hear Dutch on commentary. I missed that. And Dark Dick Slater, man, the man who brought Dirk Journey into the wrestling business. So I know that makes you two happy.
3: Mm. All
2: the way live. Dude ranching dude Nelson Royal's a rancher <laughs> are we sure he's not really Dory's brother
1: if that's it's possible I mean it would be if you, if you if you said joke, those three yes. guys
2: out there and let them all talk I would have said that Nelson and Dory were brothers and Terry was the the weirdo cousin <laughs> hmm. I think I'd, I
1: think I'd agree with that whatever all right they can't all yeah, be winners
2: I, I told you that 45 minutes ago.
1: Hey, by the way, um, you know, we've been talking about the that microphone that they they use, that little thing, it looks like a pen. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Noe, you know what that is? He told me what that was. It it is a fucking pen with the fucking clip on my tape to Jesus it. Jesus. Oh,
2: geez. <laughs> we'll be using a He's screwdriver so- to start our car too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, I'm well, going to put it in neutral. You get out and push a little bit, and then I'll hit. I'll turn the crank, and we'll get going.
1: Dude. So No, but you know how we talked about it? We were like, what is that? It looks like a pen. Like, I can't tell you how many times we've said it looks like a pen, and that's because it is a fucking pen with a microphone taped to it.
3: That's crazy.
1: <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, so, we will keep the show moving. We get a replay of Jake's promo from last week. Jake says he learned his evil ways from his dad, if you remember, and my God, that Oh God! Um, he talks about yeah, uh, but we we won't say anything more. He talks about a few other things, and then they show like the recap of the the samurai helping Dirty White Boy, blah blah blah. Um, anything from well, it was a recap, so nothing from it. I do I did want to play Dirty White Boy's promo because he says something here that I think's funny. Would y'all agree? Yeah, sure. It's quick. Here it is.
0: Here's a man right here who may be doing what I don't think anybody else has ever been able to do Jake the snake says nobody can compare with him with mind games, but I think why boy you
4: got him confused (laughs) You can see in the snake's eyes that he is confused. You know the snake is used To being the cat still the mouse But now Jake it seems to be maybe you're the mouse and I'm the cat (laughs) because you know There's a lot of things been going on in my life. My eye's 100% better now. The dirty white girl is getting a lot better. She can almost look me in the eye now. (laughs) And I'm I'm almost got my self-esteem back because Jake, you took it from me. You took part of my manhood from me. It's like he reached down and jerked my soul out. But in summer blast Jake the snake in a cage. You can't call your little Jap friend down Whoa. to bring the snake to <laughs> you. You can't slide and slither out of the ring anytime you want to. Because if you try to slither out, there's a steel cage there. So brother, there's no way that you can escape me. And I'm gonna to prove to the people that I deserve to be the Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion once again. And Jake, I'm going to treat you like you've treated me and my wife. I'm going to pull your soul right out of you. I'm going to take your self-respect and stomp on it.
0: Man, it's going to take place at Summer Blast and it's going to take place in a cage. It's going to be wild. We'll be right back right after this.
3: Um, uh, Harper, thoughts? His little jap friend. Man, I
1: wonder if that's on the network. Um, you know what? I think this episode is on the network, so we could actually look. It's one of the ten that's there. How about it? You might look. be. I
3: will. And then it's just like, "She can almost look me in the eye."
1: <laughs> what the hell is that?
3: That means she can. She can almost. You know. Get past me being a a shithead.
1: Yeah, I
3: guess.
1: (laughs) All right. Doc, your thoughts? Doc? He's on mute. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know if he stepped away or what. Anyway, so while we're waiting on the Doxter to get back, um, we got a Summer Blast plug also uh, in there. So Summer Blast and whatnot. They show all the dates. They're going to Warrensville, Harlan, Beckley, Johnson City, a bunch of different places, eight different cities, I believe. And, uh, Hopper, I don't think you have anything from that, so we'll go to the final Fuck match no. of the show. We got James Atkins versus Tracy Smothers for the Beat the Champ TV mm-hmm. title. So a lot happens here. Let me summarize it, and then we'll discuss. Uh, before the match, Cornett tells Atkins to get out of mm-hmm. the ring and get on the picket line as a member of Cornett's union. And then Cornette tells Smothers that Tracy has to wrestle killer Kyle. And I guess since it's Corny's company, he makes the rules, and Kyle gets the match. Uh, So it's Tracy and Kyle. Tracy has Kyle pinned a few times, but Cornette is distracting the ref, and the count is never made because of it. Uh, Tracy, though, he's able to overcome, and he eventually rolls Kyle up for the three count. Now, Kyle did grab the rope, and the refs didn't see that, but whatever. Um, uh, After the match, well, let me stop. Uh, Any thoughts on the actual match first, Hopper? Did you hear the 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 ball headed geek chant? You got a timestamp, or I think I no, don't know. No. I was, sure I I was going to play it though. It's crazy that that's still a thing. A thing. Well, what what it's, chant? It's, it's, it's no, we 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 moved past that. Um, ball headed geek in '94. Uh, what yeah. year do you think it is in '94 in the Smoky Mountains at this time? I mean, I know it's '94, but what year is it there, relatively speaking? Eighty-five, maybe. Yeah, this ball. Eighty-four. Remember, ball-headed geek was a thing in on TBS, so maybe right. uh, they they finally got their chance to chant ball-headed geek, and they took advantage of it. <laughs> I don't know, but Kyle was always bald, so it's not like he got his hair cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's weird. Whatever. Yeah, I agree. Uh Doc, any thought we I just recap the actual match and not the ending with all the chaos. Any thoughts on Kyle versus some others before we keep going?
2: No man, they like to uh man, Corny loves to crack Bob Armstrong in the ribs with that with that shit though, doesn't he?
1: Well, let me get to that now. So what Doc's talking about is after the match, Bedlam hits the ring and attacks Tracy as Kyle fights off all the enhancement guys trying to make the save. Yeah, Armstrong that's, that's nothing about that why would atkins help out
3: because he gets in that help out with the rest of the shitheads bingo
1: <laughs> that didn't make sense actually. no
3: because you just said nah ha, 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 now you can have them." right wait, no no wait you can't do this right
1: um so the armstrongs finally hit the ring and they ca- they take control of things and then before you know it it's candido and prime are out there too tammy's out there Bullet Bob finally hits the ring, and he starts, you know, clearing the whole ring with his old man strength. Then we get Cornet Bedlam, and Kyle who get control of things, and Corny destroys Bob Armstrong's ribs again with the racket. Then Corny hits Armstrong with the brass knucks to the head. I thought that was the end of it, but Bob Armstrong then leaves the ring area. Les and Cottle are questioning where he went. Well, he returns with a baseball bat, reminiscent of probably about a year and a half ago. At this point, maybe somewhere around there. And when Bob comes back with the bat, he comes in and he has batting practice with everyone. Uh this was um, this was a lot. A lot went down here, um, if you think about it. But Doc, you were going there with Corny playing batting practice with Bob's ribs again. So what do you what do you have, man?
2: You think there's any point where like BA is like, dude, you really fucked me up last time with that shit. Let's take it a little easier this time.
1: I don't know, man. That's Bob Armstrong. He it's true, probably, but he's also he older, probably, man. That shit hurts. I don't know, bro. He probably like laid in, brother. Maybe so.
3: Uh, his ribs look fucking crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm his his
1: fucking eye during that promo
3: with the blood yeah. in, his, in in his eye.
1: Fuck. Yeah. We're gonna play that in a second. What else do y'all have from the chaos though, where he's getting attacked, and then after he's attacked, he runs to the back after he's blown up. Man, that's
2: up. the kind of that's the kind of wild ass thing that I would have thought would have been the end of the TV taping. But I'll be damned if next week they're not right back here in L- Loudon, 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 Loudon. So <laughs> got me.
1: I'm watching. I got it on the Patreon video tinyurlcom BTT, and I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching bob get hit with the brass knucks and then you see him go down and he did a good job of juicing because it's really hard to tell that mm-hmm. he's actually hitting it because uh, he he's on his back he's not on his stomach like a lot of guys will do they'll roll their stomach kind of hit it inconspicuously he he goes straight to his back when he's doing it so it it looks like he's just kind of like touching his head it doesn't even look like he's doing anything but anyway um so any other thoughts before we go to where the you know after he clears the house and then we go to his promo when he's swinging at bat, after he swung the bat. No. All right. Uh, let, me get, no. let me fast forward to it. All right. So let's hit play. Here it is.
0: All right. We're in the ring with Bob. Ar- Bob, before I go up, you and I go way back, yeah. but tell me, hasn't this thing gotten a little out of hand. I mean, this is a bit much, Bob. I'll tell you this much, Cornet says he's got a lust for power. Well, I got power in that right arm with a Tennessee toothpick on the end of it. Now, he's talking about a union. I've heard all night, I got a lust for power, I want a union. Well, you can forget Armstrong's army because tonight, right here, we are going to form the People's Union for the people, by the people and with all the people you see around. Me. They don't violence, they got violence because this right arm may go ballistic brother target being your nose cornet we have had enough enough is enough and i'm gonna get you your wish i'm gonna step down i'm gonna quit right now i will not be commissioner anymore because i'm gonna be where i belong right in this square circle i know exactly what i'm saying and i'm gonna tell you what call your mama And tell you she'll rule the day that she united with the jackal and you were born, brother. Because you will never, never forget this day. (laughs) Because me and this Tennessee toothpick and everybody you see me have had it to the hilt. We've had it up to the neck from on, brother. Eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And by God, I mean it with every fiber of my being from now on, brother. It's eye, eye, tooth, tooth. And anything you want from now on. And there you have it. We're out of time. You've heard from Bob Armstrong, and this next week, don't forget another Legends update. The function.
1: Uh, okay, Doc. You give your thoughts, and I'm gonna look up Tennessee toothpick in Urban Dictionary. Uh okay,
2: that's a great line. People's Union's kind of silly. He's quitting as commissioner, but man, he had fire there when he starts talking about used and just man, he fired up. That was good stuff. He's standing there with the. Like like Har- and
3: his and his mom fucked a jackal. Yeah,
2: how's that possible?
3: Like, uh, what's the movie? Uh, the Omen with with uh, Damien. Devil's Advocate. No, it was uh The Omen with Damien. He 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 had jackal blood in him.
2: Oh, <laughs> Don Callis?
3: No, oh. you never saw that movie from like the late seventies. I know Remember? it. I don't think I have Yeah, He
2: yeah, had
3: know. the Mark of the Beast on him, the 666. Mm. He was a devil's kid. Okay. And they did a, a blood test on him. They're like, why is he got fucking jackal blood? <laughs> and then the doctors conveniently
2: uh, got killed. Conveniently? So yeah. you're saying they were murdered? Right. When it's they found so... out. Okay. Hopper. Well, if you have the mark of the beast, I would think you would probably want to cover that up. So that makes Well, sense. yeah,
3: well, the hair was it was on his head and the hair was grown over it. Oh. To cover
2: it. So it wasn't like Harry Potter where he just had like a scar out in the open.
1: No, was- no, no. Okay. Hopper. Huh. Check your Facebook message. I just sent you Tennessee toothpick. I want you to read it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is. And um, for, for the record, uh, somebody named Gringo 10, T-E-N-N, it's like Tennessee. Gringo 10 put this in there October 6, 2008, long before this episode, it's or sweet. we ever recorded this episode. But there is a Tennessee two-pick definition in Urban Dictionary. Come on, just let, piece just, Yeah, yeah, take your time. And um, so real quick, Hopper was talking about um, Bob Armstrong's eye. man like the the blood was like literally like flowing in his on his eyeball uh, at the end of that it looked really cr- crazy uh this was a small crowd so they weren't real loud but i thought this was a good little segment and the only thing is they've kind of done this before in a way so it's you know it's kind of loses its luster you can only do things so many times but i mean it's effective like, Harper you got Tennessee 2 pick open oh god dude what the fuck well, go ahead and read
3: it An oral hygiene instrument the origins of which are, was it the mon pubis?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: Of the female genitalia. Here's the example. I pulled out one of my wife's pubes and got the chunk of meat out of my teeth with the Tennessee toothpick. Jesus Christ.
2: So it's using pubes as floss. I get it.
1: That's yes. gross. <laughs> A Tennessee yeah. toothpick. Mm. Holy shit. Okay. All right. So that's what kind a of look. Toothpick.
2: What kind of look do you think you would get if you went to a legend show and you talked to Bob Armstrong about how we do this show? <laughs> and you go, hey, you remember you used to call a baseball bat a Tennessee toothpick? Yeah. And then, and then you read him the definition. What kind of look do you think he would give you? <laughs>
1: Bob would be. He's old. He would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's,
2: like, he's like, what are you all talking about? Leave
1: me alone. Where's my kids at? i don't know what kind of look he'd give i think it'd be funny to gather up all the definitions of ten- of the uh, urban dictionary from this show and read them to corny and be like you realize these things were said on air here's what they mean in urban part dictionary. of it
2: is we got to tell him what a juicy johnny is because juicy johnny was recently discovered so yeah
1: all right uh disability check time um uh first use the amazon referral link it's tinyurl.com slash btt amazon go buy bobby blaze's book go buy death of the territories go buy anything and everything off of amazon because that's what you can do these days it's tinyurl.com bobby blaze slash btt amazon i talked to him actually right around christmas time uh he's all right he's hanging in there he's doing his thing no, like on the show on smoky mountain wrestling he'll be back he's he'll be back He's not okay. he, I don't know if he was I can't remember. I'm sure he was doing like some local shows, not local, you know what I mean, non-televised. Right. Uh-huh. But um he'll be back. He's I feel like he's not far away at this point. I mean, it hadn't been that long. I mean, it's been a little while, but he'll he'll be back. Okay. Bobby's got a Bobby's got another run in him here, so he, he he's he's coming up. Um all right, disability check time. Doc, can you go first? I can.
2: Uh, I'm not afraid you're like, (laughs) no, I'm not afraid, pal. I don't know if it was the night of the week I watched it or the amount of recaps that we're doing or the third week in Luden or just whatever. But this is, for me, the worst episode we've watched in over a year and a half. I agree. And it's just there wasn't a lot there. And I feel like everybody is sort of in a creative valley, except for a couple of folks like Jake and Dirty White Boy. Everybody's sort of waiting for their next feud. The, the promotion will heat up soon. Um, we got some chocolate coming in. That's going to yeah. be nice. Yeah, buddy. So uh, oof, I feel bad about doing this, but you got to I mean, I got to be true to the crew, if you know what I mean. Uh, I'm going to say six point seven
1: dude that's cool you just sounded like tully as an old white guy when he said dj looking all the way live um (laughs) you said true to the crew as a 40 plus year old middle-aged white man when you said true to the crew you gotta i gotta be true to the crew pal um 6.7 i think you're being actually generous here to be frank wow (laughs) Aubrey, you think he's being generous there yeah, this was kind of a – this was poop, bro. Yeah, it's getting a 6.25 for me, 6.25. What you giving it, Hopper? I would say about the same, on that same thing. Yeah, okay. it's not a 7. Oh, it ain't cl- – no, no way, yeah. no how. No way, no how. All right. So we got a 6.25 from me, 6.75 from Doc, and I'm sorry, 6.7 from Doc and 6.25 from me. Uh, we do need to do the government cheese. Remember, if you want the Patreon version of this, it's in the video. It's tinyurl.com slash Patreon Tinyurl.com slash Patreon gets you access to all of the Patreon content. Not just the video reviews, but the world-class shows and the other shows like Hopper's Squirter episode or the top uh, five or the top places to drop a deuce. Is all there on the Patreon. Oh, I forgot episode. about that one. That was, <laughs> that's actually probably, that's, I mean, the Squirter episode Doc, is great. Don't get me wrong, but. Doc took a crap in a in a fucking paddle boat. <laughs>
2: that's not exactly true, but if it helps sell some patron membership, sure, why not? Why not? All
1: it right, so, good. go ahead, Halver. Go ahead.
3: The one of them both going down a river, the fucking Natchez and shit.
2: No, I'm the only one here that's uh, not from Louisiana. That's taking a crap on the Mississippi River in Louisiana. Stopped up the fucking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mama, do- mama,
3: <laughs> mama, Mama, Mama. This, is funny, this stuff you think of. You think. I need toilet paper. Mama, I could just, I could just picture you fucking walking out of there with your pants hanging down your, f- f- fucking ankles wearing a Dallas Cowboys fucking t-shirt, Mama, I poo pooed, <laughs> I poo
2: pooed. Okay, so I wasn't three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's, it was it was glorious, though. We had, that was a great episode. The top places to drop a deuce. Hopper dropped a deuce in a place where there may or may not have been people jizzing, and a guy yeah. walks out with a mop bucket and he uses uh, it. Yeah. And Hopper goes, what are you doing with that? And the guy tells Hopper, use you your show. fucking imagination. That's great. God. I never got that
3: shit. Why the fuck you want to go? You, you, you can jerk off in the comfort of your own home. Why you go in, in your car and drive to this little fucking shady ass place? And it, it, it basically was the size of like this little photo booths that you used to have like in the fucking arcade and just sit there where some guy five minutes prior cranked one off. And it, it and then, okay, now it's my turn. What the fuck,
2: dude. People are, we're all scum. That's yeah. The all
1: right. <laughs> So, the, the photo booth guy ain't getting the government cheese. However, for me, Bullet Bob is getting the Bullet Bob Armstrong is getting the government cheese on this episode. Doc, what about you?
2: I don't think there's any doubt that Bob B.A. Bullet Bob gets that shit. Yeah, yeah. Bob's got to get it with his eye all fucked up.
3: Yeah. yeah. And it's, the Chevy, and, the, and the, the little Chevy love truck gets some cheese too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, so that's going to basically wrap things up, man. Uh, I don't know if we have anything else. This was, like we said, not the greatest of episodes, and there was a good bit of recaps and nothing else to really say. That's all I got. So, Doc, if you don't have nothing else, Harper, I guess you can just hit the tagline and take us home. Book it, bitch. out of here I need to give a special shout out to all of the patrons out there along with the Hall of Fame patrons and thank you for your support of the show because without you the show would be much harder to keep up with no but seriously thank you we don't do ads we don't have commercials and all that good stuff but we do have great patrons such as yourself that make this show possible eight times a month so there you go along with the extra patron content so shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC 21, Josh Dunn at Ryan in Auburn, Good old Justin, K underscore row 86. Disrespectfully classy Marky e. Blassy, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecchi, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, mitchell johnson mike prue will parker jeremy bryant classy alex slider 91 u.s david Devries, frog zeppelin sv pageant bill salsa big rich at spy boy sports cap Ari miller 39 dustin roberts jay shiny ruben espinoza merciless jones jesse lucas chris browning justin underscore andretti Man 822 marty howell and t hog94 thanks for being hall of fame patrons and one last thing before i get out of here Another shout-out to Mike Pru, longtime Hall of Fame patron, and his show, The Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Mike's been a BTT Hall of Fame patron for a while. He and his buddy, JV, are breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. I believe, as of this recording... Uh, they are into late 97, getting ready to go into 1998, so you can either pick up there or do like most people do and go back to the beginning and check out them from the beginning when they started. New episodes are released every Wednesday morning. They are available on most podcast platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. You can find them also on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. With that said, we appreciate all of our patrons and Hall of Fame patrons out there. So you know what Hopper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch.